Hi there, welcome back to From the Frying Pan. My name is Vince Cassay. I'll be your host this afternoon or evening or whenever you're listening to this magical remedy. Today we're going to be talking about passion, specifically your passion. If you're a restaurant, uh, hospitality employee or manager, leader, you're a part of this crazy business, um, you have a passion of some sort and everyone has a passion driving them. And that passion is different from culture to culture, from person to person, depending on where you are in your career or what you have learned or what you've been exposed to. And then also, you know, your passion might be driven by the people above you, you know, the environment that you're working in, uh, the agenda that they have, the environment that they've set for their staff and their guests and the overall experience. So passions vary quite consistently from place to place and person to person. Uh, Some people are naturally operational driven. Uh, Some people are passionate about consistency or guest-centered focus, Um, cuisine creation, bar atmosphere, cutting fresh fish. There's so many different categories of natural passion that are observed in our environment and our industry. But today I want to talk about personal passion uh, because it's what drives you on a day-to-day basis. Um, I believe that each restaurant requires the same fundamentals to be successful um, and people to be in charge of those things. But let's be honest, not all of us enjoy all of those things. We're not passionate about all the small details like checking in linen orders and making sure fish is iced down at night or cleaning out an ice well at the end of your bartending shift at 2 in the morning. So passions do vary from environment to environment and role to role. And that's okay, as long as we recognize that what needs to be get done every day is important and feeding your passion is also equally important. Uh, The balance between those two things is what I really want to talk about though this afternoon. I remember reading an article years ago uh, when Matchbox 20 was the new band um, and Rob Thomas, the lead singer, had done an interview for Rolling Stone. And the interview had asked him how he was adjusting to fame and the band's popularity. He said it was a little bit difficult uh, to adjust to the fame and all of the things that go with it. Uh, For example, playing music on stage was ultimately his favorite thing. Being in front of the crowds, the energy, it was his absolute favorite part of the job. But in fact, it was only 10% of what he was actually doing in the band. He was spending most of his time doing interviews, media gatherings, on tour buses, rehearsals, uh, traveling, and the very small amount of time that was his passion was actually being on stage singing in front of an audience. Most of their time uh, was spent where their passion lied in the beginning when they were coming up, which was playing music and meeting fans in bars and arenas and venues around the country. So I find that when we go in our field and we figure out that we want to move up and we want to expand our area of responsibility and influence, and these things are growing, the passion time that is natural for us diminishes, it gets smaller. Um, You're allowed less time to spend in that particular area. Um, You become hyper-focused and learn to do things very quickly and efficiently because you have so many things to do. You also learn how to delegate and share activities with your team because let's face it, you only have so many hours a day and to get all of the things done, you're going to have to share and source out some of those particular things. So where do we find time for our passion? Um, How do we carve time out to feed our soul with an activity that truly makes us happy? Um, It's not easy, but it's very, very important. It's a very hard job working in the restaurant industry with long hours, um, and if you don't feed your passion, 
you will burn out and become extremely ineffective in what your responsibility or your role is. So here are some ideas to feed your passion. Number one, schedule time every single shift dedicated to your passion. So for example, if your passion is teaching, find your student or your class and teach. Teach something that you're passionate about. If you're a creator, find some time each day, either in the beginning, the middle, the end, whatever, um, to produce and create something uh, of your passion. If you're an organizer and you like to bring things together or, or improve things, make sure that you have time that is solely focused on improving or updating an area or process in your restaurant. And because you are the leader on your team, it's secondarily important, but probably the most effective way of getting a payback Find people that share your same passion. It amplifies the energy and the focus of that specific area and involves someone else that shares that passion too. Now there are two people feeding their soul, which is a great thing. The other side of this is a true leader will allow time for others to feed their passions too. People on your team want to contribute. They want to bring something to the table. They want to shine. They want to be proud of something that they've accomplished or that they've done. Um, and they want to feel like their voice and talents matter and can be recognized. If you spend the time getting to know your people well enough, uh, you can carve out time for their passions and more importantly, put them in a position where their passions make your team, your operation, and the guest experience better because of what they have to offer and what they're passionate about. I'll give you a short story. Um, in a past life, I worked at a restaurant and uh, they had a great, great wine list and it was a wine restaurant. Um, I am not passionate about wine. I enjoy wine. I like learning about it. I will drink it. Um, I can definitely recognize the differences between the different varietals and old world and new world and the flavor profiles and what I like to drink when I'm eating and what I like to drink when I'm not eating. But to be quite honest, it is not something I'm passionate about. And there are so many things to learn and so many styles and variations that one could literally spend and dedicate their entire life learning and never stop. But I am super passionate about getting others to be better and reaching a level of greatness for my team, myself, and the people that are on my team. So at this particular restaurant, I found a person who loved wine. We put this particular person in charge of our wine training program and she was amazing. The people coming out of training were learning so much and were so ready to sell different wines throughout our list, not just the same four or five that everyone recognized. In passing one day, when I was asking her how things were going, she mentioned to me that she was studying for her level one sommelier. I was absolutely floored and I thought, this is a great way to invest in someone that is investing their time and passion into my business and we are both reaping rewards. So we set up and paid for the test. She was out of her mind excited, super grateful, um, and so much so that she would spend time during her shift as a server um, helping bartenders and servers in the dining room and, and behind the bar, of course, on wine lists and wine recommendations all the time. Every day she worked. She would walk around and talk to guests at tables, anywhere in the restaurant about our wine list and selections that might be most enjoyed by them based on what they like or enjoyed or based on what they might be ordering that evening. Then, because good wasn't good enough, uh, she helped me organize a massive training month of wine tastings, a huge contest, giveaways to the staff, um, and a learning block that has never been achieved before with that particular location and our staff at the time. It was absolutely beautiful. It fed a lot of people's passions, 
Hers for wine, mine for elevating, the staff was hungry for knowledge and got what they asked for, and the guests were able to enjoy and understand a lot of different wines on our list and get out of their comfort zone as well. So had I not sought out or recognized this person and their passion, I doubt this whole thing would have transpired. It definitely would have been harder for me to do alone, the training would not have been as good, and the culture of wine would not have easily been created with my little project without her assistance. So there's something to learn there. You know, every one of us has something that we contribute and that we're passionate about, and others can help complement that. You know, great leaders surround themselves with people um, that are good at things that they are not good at, and people that are passionate about something that will further the cause and the vision of that leader. So when you're thinking about passions, um, the other option to feed your particular passion is to get passionate about outcomes or involvement. And this takes a little bit of a mindset shift because you have to train your brain and the energy that you love the process or the outcome with the same level of passion as you say wine or cocktails or bourbon or fresh fish or sushi or whatever it is your personal passion is. You've got to apply that same level of energy, interest and curiosity to things that can possibly help you run a better restaurant. The main reason I fell in love with processes and outcome um, is because I wanted to be great at the overall running of a restaurant. I'm not passionate about putting away deliveries. I can't imagine anyone actually is passionate about lifting boxes, cutting open boxes, putting things on shelf, facing labels, uh, all of those different things imaginable. But I am super passionate about a perfectly organized and maintained storage room or walk-in. My OCD is in seventh heaven when the end result is a perfectly faced, organized, and spaced out shelf with labels, a swept floor, all containers labeled and clean, and the benefit of this pride in hard work and getting a job done the right way, knowing what you have on hand, what inventory levels need to be adjusted, what gaps may exist until the next delivery, and also knowing how beautiful it is so my staff understands how things should look all the time, especially after deliveries. No guidance counselor in the history of high school guidance counselors would ever ask a junior or a senior if their passion lied in stocking shelves. I think the main reason is that it encourages your brain to enjoy tasks that are necessary and important in the restaurant. If you apply passion to meaningless things in your mind, primarily because you never thought they were important or never realized the outcome would be great or would change the way that your operation uh, existed, um, it's, it's difficult. It is a very big challenge. And the more things that you can commit that passion to, to like, to enjoy, to partake in, will increase your happiness at work. And let's be honest, the happier you are, the more you will enjoy the actual job, the more effective you will be at managing and leading your team. And in the process, you're also creating a culture of passionate activism. Um, and let me explain what I mean by that. Passionate activism is people that wanna rally for things that are minute that mean the greatest difference. So if we are serving from the left and we are clearing from the right, if we are polishing silverware, if we are making sure wine glasses are beautiful and clean before we pour wine in them for a guest at a table, um, if we are doing all of these small details and we can create passion in that process, then nothing is left for miss. Uh, nothing is left untouched or unnoticed and everything becomes important. And the restaurant industry is an industry of details. And the more we encourage our people uh, to hold those details uh, important 
and, and have passion in doing them, um, the better things get. You have to hold them accountable, obviously, to the standard, but you also reward them when they emulate that passion and commitment, and you celebrate them when the outcome is reflective of your vision. And all of a sudden, you have this amazing restaurant where things are getting done, people love the small details, and it's not just Jill loves wine, Mark loves cutting fish, but those are the only two things that they're going to give you at least close to 100% effort and, and execution on, and the other things are hit or miss. So... The time dedicated to that passion uh, for each person varies greatly in their position, the exposure that they may get over time, and the time open to feeding that passion. When you're training a new employee, that passion will come out. When you're asking questions about things in the restaurant, you will find who loves what based on their response. If you ask me about movies or music, I would like up. I could go on and on for hours about my favorite band, my favorite movie, the background, where they went to college, their pitfalls, their greatest uh, performances, and, and I could go crazy on it for hours. If you ask the girl mentioned in the example earlier about wine, she also will light up. She could go on and on about the regions of France and how Italian wine is different than Oregon wine. Uh, it's a never-ending thing, and you can see and hear that passion. If you ask a chef about locally sourced produce that they are incorporating into a special that evening and why the flavors work fantastically, they are also going to light up. On the flip side, if you ask me about contacting vendors for credits and deliveries that they screwed up, not so much. Not so much at all. No passion there unless you consider sheer anger and frustration passion, then maybe a little bit. Um, but that's not something that I can get jazzed up about, to be quite honest. So where's the translation? How does passion relate to our career or success? Well, to be honest, quite easily. If you aren't passionate, you won't maintain the energy and the stamina to go the full distance. The full distance being your career, the full distance being moving up the ladder or being allowed different opportunities. You won't inspire others around you to perform past their comfort level. You won't convince your superiors above you that you have what it takes to increase your area and scope of responsibility. And let's be honest, without passion or intense energy, you won't be able to sell yourself or your ideas to your staff, your mentors, uh, future potential uh, opportunities in different restaurants uh, or different roles with different organizations. They're not going to buy what you're selling because there is no passion. And leaders are passionate people. So if you're a leader in the restaurant industry, you have to be passionate because performance and innovation rely completely on passion. Consider Steve Jobs. If you ever listened to any of his new product launches or upgrades he presented at his infamous conferences, it was all done with passion. Now he wasn't screaming or doing cartwheels, but the absolute childlike curiosity and amazement that he presented each product and innovation with has been unmatched. A lot of pride as well, but mainly passion. It is one of the main reasons for Apple's success and their massive cult following, and of course the impact on the technology world. Dyson is another example. You don't create the world's best vacuum without passion. Who can be passionate about a vacuum cleaner? Much less redesign something that would have been just fine untouched without innovation. Well, that's what James Dyson did, and his passion translated into a global phenomenon with other products using similar technology and expanding his empire and influence. So whether you are running a small pizza joint, you are running a fast casual burrito restaurant, you're running an upscale steakhouse, 
any style, scope, or type of cuisine requires passion. So the questions you need to ask yourself are this. What in the world am I passionate about? And am I in the right environment to feed that passion? What can I become passionate about that will elevate my game and performance? What are my people passionate about? The people that I work with, the people that I surround myself with, and how can I fuel their passions to elevate the team at the same time? And lastly, um, and strangely, most importantly, depending on what your direction is in your career and life, what is my boss's passion? What did they really get passionate about? And knowing this is absolutely a non-negotiable and fulfilling it has to be one of your top priorities. You must make sure that you are great at this and it will lead to opportunity down the road, I promise you. Ask anyone who has successfully moved up any ladder or gotten promoted in their career and they will tell you that a happy boss equals happy career and great opportunities. So, passion is the number one thing that I want you to think about, Um, but that's enough about passion. Get out there and feed it. Find it, make sure you make time for it, feed your soul, love what you do, love the process and the outcome, and help your team do the same. You will be amazed at the results that this gives you and your team. And the culture you build with this passion is going to be unstoppable. I hope this inspires you to run a better restaurant, be a better leader, and get better results. My name is Vince Cassay, and you've been listening to From the Frying Pan. Until next time, have a great shift and get into your passion.